fate of the universe on the line. I want Iguadala. Kevin Durant. You know who I am. from the shaft this week mj reminded kg how he shall always be the meek logo changes were brought up debates over new and old all star changes were made some timid some bold all this that and others this week on the hashtag ball is nba podcast your favorite nba podcast in an indian accent we're back at it again on a week when two nba coaches started updating their linkedin resumes uh shams broke the news of the all-star reserves uh you know, sooner than TNT crew could do it. And Ricky Rubio finally woke up from his sleep as he realized that Timberwolves, quote, went building something. Speaking of obvious, I've got with me, as always, someone whose location has made reels inaccessible, someone whose Kobe hate has made me scared oh. of notifications, and someone who has been threatening to return to India. My co-host, Vineet Devayap. Vineet, welcome back. <laughs> it's been an exciting week Michael in the association, and we've got things to talk about. We do, we do, and we also have a, uh, you know, we have a guest we today. We do have, it's our uh, first uh, fan pod, fan, first fan yeah. pod of this uh, season, and uh, we are very excited. Uh, uh, Vineet, you want to do the intro for him? Yes, yes, so today we have uh, the lover of the Boston Celtics, the man who doesn't drink oh. beer, but only drinks IPAs, and also the man who has ran the New York City Marathon, wow. so... Uh, I would like to welcome Luke Mellon to the Ball is Bay yeah. podcast. Welcome uh, to the pod, go. Luke. There welcome to the pod. Thank you for uh, repping the Celtics. I, mean, I, I don't think we've ever had anyone wear a jersey on this squad before. At least in season four. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're the first jersey guy. <clears throat> Super stoked, guys, to be on this podcast. And uh, just listened to your intro. And uh, you guys are just getting better by the podcast. So, so excited <laughs> to be here. Thanks, thank you. Thank you so much. So, uh, so tell me about this. Uh, you only drink IPAs thing. Uh, you know, uh, I just developed a taste for it. Uh, yeah, I lived in New York City, and it was before the IPA uh, craze really, really started. And, um, you know, I would drink Sierra Nevada. Back then, that was the IPA. And okay. now, that's just like a regular old standard. That's just a regular, that's the, that's the corona of the IPAs Whoa. now. <laughs> and I would love to just go out to, uh, you know, and talk to people and be like, hey, do you know why they call it an IPA? And, you know, talk to them about, like, how actually back in the day that on ships they would actually <laughs> fill the beers with extra hops and then they would sail to India, right? Uh, so yeah. that's what I call it, India Pale Ale. Um, and people always found that story interesting. There you go. See, we made the Indian connection right Absolutely. there. Of course, we, exactly. Vinny, Vinny doesn't drink any sort of alcohol, so he has not much idea about uh, craft beers, <laughs> especially. But I'm a huge craft beer fan. My favorite is just you're a craft beer I, fan. I love craft beer. I'm uh, from Bangalore that way. I'm a huge uh, craft oh. beer enthusiast. I don't know this. I don't know this. My favorite is the stout, though. Uh, Indian pale ale really doesn't sit well with me. But I like the Hefweizen. Okay. Anyway, enough uh, beer talk. This is not the beer podcast. This is the NBA podcast. <laughs> uh, before we get into the main, you know, the Celtics talk that we, we're going to do, because uh, I think this is, the f- this is the first time that in the regular season they are sort of disappointing us. I mean, Vinith, I don't know if he has much expectations from the Celtics. But I... Till yeah. last year, I've, I was a huge fan of uh, Brad Stevens and uh, Tatum and everyone. Anyways, coming back to the last week, I don't know if you guys saw this uh, play. Uh, Denver Nuggets versus Washington Wizards. They you know, Washington tried to do the uh, get a layup, missed it. Denver came back four on one fast break. Jamal Murray stops at the three point line. Everybody freezes at the three point line. He passes the ball. Uh, is is this? Uh, I mean, Luke, I'll come to you. Do you think who was at fault uh, in that? Uh, 
in that possession like whose fault was it for not you know like the celtics i mean sorry the uh, nuggets you know getting the nuggets. getting the win or at least getting to it oh you know i i mean it was it was it was a pure positive play in the sense of it was just magic on their side i mean yeah there was there was really nothing that i think it was everybody's fault <laughs> on on the on the nuggets side and it was just kind of a lot of luck for the other guys uh, but uh, yeah i mean i i thought that at least one of the persons would have you know like made a run to the basket and he could have got the ball they all just spread across and who do you think who should have done it do you think it's michael i, I think porter jr I, i don't think he's a great three point shooter maybe he went to the corner so analytically that probably was the best place but i think it's a, one of those people should have definitely you know made a run to the basket but you know this is what the new nba is all about and it's all about three points yes it's all about three points and layups i mean layups is still part of it though. Anyway, we'll come to the and Luke. Luke's a big guy, so I don't think Luke's a shooter. Are you? Are you into the whole shooting revolution, Luke? Uh, no, I mean I like shooting, um, but unfortunately, so and I'm a big guy, but big, uh, you know, relatively, how, relatively. How, how, yeah, tall right? how tall are you? How tall are you, Luke? You should tell and, us. And now. So, I'm six three. I'm six three, and I'm I'm six four with shoes on, right? Um, I, I always say six three and three quarters because I run across guys that are six four and they're like, "Oh, you're not six four. Um, but like in high school, I was actually six two, so I grew two inches in college. And I, so I would play basketball, um, but you know, six two at a small school. You know, I graduated with like eighty kids. Um, you know, I was I was made to be the center, right? Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to be down there getting rebounds, um, which doesn't really help you as a younger guy to try to be out there trying to make competitive threes. You know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, our main topic for today is, of course, the Celtics, as is uh, pretty obvious. And all, um, my basic main question is, why are they so inconsistent? I mean, there's a team with two All Stars. They've got Kemba Walker. I mean, he's playing not that great. We'll talk about that later. But the Greg Popovich of the East, the roster has been playing together more or less. <laughs> stop! Stop! Stop it! Stop! No, let's not. Let's not just. Let's not call Brad Stevens the Greg Popovich of the East. Did he start I think seriously I think if, winning? If Game of Zones has said it. Then we have to go with that. Uh. <laughs> And the roster is I also the roster is also pretty. You know, like it's not like too much upheaval. This is the team which went to the Eastern Conference Finals without. Uh, their main player Kyrie, and then uh, what is the reason there is so much inconsistency? Like they could have, uh, uh, yes, yeah. please, please. I've got you here. I've got you here. First of all, Brad Stevens is too pretty to be called <laughs> Greg Popovich. And, yes. Have you seen uh, Greg Popovich when he was younger? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think it was that much uh, that pretty. He wasn't uh, that pretty, yeah. <laughs> second of all, I think that they're just poorly constructed. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's been kind oh. of a haphazard kind of. Thing that's happened here, um, you know, they picked up Hayward and he got injured, and and then you know they say they made some draft choices and roster choices. I think over a series of years that they've actually been a little bit um, haphazardly misconstructed. They lost Horford. Horford, everyone knows. You know, this is a cliche take. I'm sure everyone knows that Horford should still be on the Celtics, and they'd be a different team if they had him. Um, so you know, I think that they're. You know Hayward with Brown with uh, you know Tatum just never worked right. Yeah. Hayward's kind of a little bit of both of them, right? And you know it's hard to play when you're a little bit of both of the two guys that are the best players. Um, and I think that they lost the Hayward, hey, hey, you know that trade. They lost the Gordon Hayward trade. So 
would would you have not done the the Hayward trade just knowing his injury stuff and how they you know he's low. just played like okay you know they, they sold low but I don't think that they're ever going to sell high because I don't think Hayward was ever going to have a chance to ever get back up. I, you see Hayward's over in Charlotte now, mm-hmm. and he's doing great. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's easier to do better on a lesser team. Um, but he's he's a good player still. He just was never going to really be a fit in Boston. And the, for that reason, he was never going to up his game enough to be able to trade high. So they were just in a really bad situation there. We need to... If, I, I, I'm not sure if you follow the Celtics as well, but at least... Uh, what do you mean? You follow I follow the Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, that's I, great. Really. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, yes. I mean, I only follow Jalen Brown. I really like... I right, like Jaylen you've uh, been saying that, you know, Jalen Brown is a little bit better than Jason Tatum in that... Uh, yes. Center. What is it that uh, makes you think that way? That Jalen Brown... Is- I think Jalen Brown is smarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a higher IQ of the game. He understands... What he needs to do, and he's actually a pretty good scorer. He just he just tries to take a back seat to Jason Tatum because I think maybe he understands that Tatum needs kind of more of the shine, and because uh, you know when Tatum was out, Jalen Brown was balling. Uh, so I think that there is, I in my opinion, that's kind of what is not fitting. Is I think Jason Tatum realized that Jalen Brown is actually good when he was out, and that's I think that part is a chemistry part is also an issue. Obviously, Smart's not there, so. Uh, that's also kind of from a chemistry and and uh, you know just uh, what what do they call it? the dog oh, mentality oh, oh, oh. if you oh. may we, we, we the can't, dog we can't mentality. use those terms here <laughs> it poorly defined you know terms. that yeah that that also is not does not exist uh, in the Celtics so I I really don't know man I think that uh, you know you 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 were okay with Hawford leaving I and I always felt like you know Hawford was like an important part of the Celtics and. Uh, you know, the achievement that they did back in the day, you know, with, with that kind of ragtag roster, like he kind of brought them together on a defensive point. And uh, yeah, I think I think he, him being on the Celtics would have made a huge difference because right now at that position, they really don't have anybody. Uh, and it's just, they're just throwing whoever they have. Daniel uh, Thais. The Thais. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think they should, they should play uh, Mr. Uh, Taco Fall more, man. I just think that Yes, yes, I, Luke. Tell me. I saw. I saw your eyes light up. I said, "Taco." Well, Luke goes, "Yes." Well, well. Here's here's the question: Is like, why is he on the roster? You know, I mean, the G League is playing, right? I know it's COVID year, but I did. I actually checked. I went. I was like, "Is the G League playing?" Because the guy needs to play. So if that guy is going to be on a roster, he needs to be on a roster he can play. Because the only way he's going to get better is if he's playing. Um, he's not the kind of guy like. You know, they had like a Brad Wanamaker. They mm-hmm. had like some, you know, veteran guys that were swing guys on the team. And, you know, those guys can sit around and then pop in. Taco Fall can't. He's young. He needs to play. If, otherwise, he's just going to, you know, if I was him, I would be with my agent trying to figure something else out because people mm-hmm. want him. You know, they want him people on the team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's probably the most, I think, nimble of the of the seven foot five and above. Uh, it's, it's a small, <laughs> small club with him and uh, Boban. Yeah. Boban, yeah, yeah. So I think I think you know I I would just throw Taco Fall in there to in in a lineup to just shake things up and see you know because I think that whenever you put a big guy, I mean that kind of big guy, it, it really changes. It it gives people you know the the op- opponent like something to think about, and uh, I think that's always a good good choice you know. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. I, I think that um, 
I mean, I, I've got. I took some of my thoughts down in notes here before we got in the on the call here. Oh, and, gives, yeah, yes. oh, yeah. Preparation one on one. You know, I I see that the Celtics are. You know, they're highly competitive. When can, when they've got everybody in, you know, we you know Tatum's had COVID and and Brown has been injured and Kemba's had his knee and now Smart's out. So you know, I think that's what we're seeing in terms of them struggling is their record's bad and then also a lot of inconsistency in terms of like who's actually on the court and how healthy they actually are but i think when they're all healthy they're still not a contender i don't think i think that yeah. they're highly competitive non non-contender they're the team that maybe gets to the 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 nba semifinals but you know uh no one expects them to potentially win that that series right um so if you're in that spot and you got a guy like Taco Fall, you know, you might as well figure out like, hey, is he going to be, you know, see somebody that can actually, you know, make a difference? Maybe there's a different dynamic. Wow. Everyone's actually playing this whole, you Small know, ball. stretch yeah. four, stretch five. You know, what if you throw a seven five guy in there that's got his arms yeah. up? And, you know, is he going to stop a Giannis from even driving into? You go for in, a stretch six, but in the <laughs> other direction. Right. <laughs> it's a stretch. Exactly. It's a stretch. See, I, I mean, even though we don't want to. F- point fingers and all but Kemba Walker this year has had an extremely you know average year last year he was an all-star this year he's averaging 15 points four assists those uh, and and I think Kemba's form and their you know sort of mediocre defense is the biggest indicator that you know like you said they are even if they get better they won't be a contender is there any sort of mid-season trade trade uh, I'll go to Vineet with this one that you think that they have to change a Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. You know, I mean, that's the only only thing I can say. But I really, I mean, I don't know if it's going to really help them. But but they uh, do need points. Oh, Luke is like no. Luke is like no. They do need points though. Is is it? Is the Celtics against no? (laughs) They don't need points. They don't need points. They They need. They need like they need togetherness and like uh, defense and they need glue. Uh, they need a bit. They need. They need big men. I think. Um, you know. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Bradley Beal with Brown. You know. So they. So you have to get rid of Brown or Tatum. Miles Turner. Beal. What about Miles Turner? Miles Turner. Yes. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Yeah. I thought they should have made that trade with with Gordon Hay- Hayward in the. Oh yeah. The, right. 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 He was. Yeah. He was a part of that. Oh man. Yeah. They should have. That was a big miss. Um, I mean, I thought I never. Well, just to go back, you talked about Kemba. Mm-hmm. They never, you know, they should have kept Rozier in the first place, mm-hmm. right? Like I never was a big fan of them getting wow. rid of Rozier for a lot of takes here, a lot of takes here. Like, I mean, <laughs> they don't need they don't need a star there at point guard. Yeah. They need a guy that's going to do a really good job, and Rozier can do that. I think Rozier's got that dog mentality that you talk about. Oh, you know, he's an underdog. And when you say dog mentality, and when I say it, I mean underdog. So he's the underdog. Okay. He's feeling like he's not appreciated, yeah. and he's a little smaller than the rest of the people. And he's going to come to the game, and he's going to he's going to be big, bigger than you think he is. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think as far as trades and how do you actually fix it, you know, I put down a couple names here. I mean, if you want to go big like Bradley Beal. I think you actually go in the other direction with Gobert. Mm-hmm. You know, you get somebody like Gobert on whoa, the team. Whoa, whoa, you know, whoa, Gobert? How, how do you get Gobert out of Utah Jazz? Explain you're this. Recruit, you're re- well, yeah, it's going to be tough, right? <laughs> you know, it's, how you get to get, you know, I mean, how are you going to get Beal without giving up too much, right? Yeah, that's true. That's you true, know? Yeah. Um, you I, I think Beal might want to go a little bit smaller. 
Mm-hmm. What's that, Ashwin? I was saying that I think Beal might want to move out. He might want to move to a Celtics and, you know, Washington will be like, cool, just give us uh, Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. One of those. I think that <laughs> trade makes sense for the Wizards. Not for Celtics so much. I think Celtics might lose. So Jaylen. would you do a Brown for Beal straight up trade? I think Brown for Beal. I would not. I, I would do that. I, I think uh, Kemba is not doing much. I, I, would, I, would, I would give Tatum. I would, I would give Tatum. No, that you made that obvious in the first uh, sentence that you spoke that. Well, do you think, do you think Jason, if you had like, like, for example, right? I don't think that, you know, uh, like Jason, between Jason Tatum and, and Bradley Beal, who's the better scorer? Uh, I, I, I think that Tatum is younger and I think that he's a perennial all-star. Not by all-star. much, by like two years. What, a year, year and a half. No, they're, more. They're both than... quite young. It's he's younger than that. He's Tatum is like Tatum had his debut like some three years ago. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, he like I know Beal is like a one and done right? Mm, yeah. Tatum's like a one and done that, and he's been in the league for years. So. Oh, that's true. Right, right, right. But um, I mean, if you're gonna go lesser, what's 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 more resi- realistic? What's a realistic oh. trade for them? Um, you know, we're shooting for the skies with, with Beal and Gobert. Um, okay. But, like, maybe like a Zubox uh, from the Clippers, right? Um, okay. I, I've been watching the Clippers a little bit. Guy's been playing out of his shoes. He's been real good, like, very he's active good, yeah, as a big guy. Good. And uh, I think that they need that. You know, I don't think that, um, you know, Tristan Thompson and Daniel Tice and those guys yeah. are really getting it done. Um, they need a little help there. Okay. Yeah, Thompson was supposed to fix the issues, but I don't think he has. I I I think no. I, I I I'm not even sure if Thompson is uh, playing those clutch minutes. I think they want little more flexibility. Thompson is a horrible free throw shooter. They don't want such a liability, you know, during the clutch moments. Uh, it, it's just. But do they even get to the clutch moments? That's the question. no, no. I, I think uh, some of those losses have been just you know like uh, a mistake here, a Kemba mistake here, a turnover here, and those kind of things. It's right. it's, it's a little sad, but you know. Uh, uh, they they are on a two game winning streak, so hopefully something they'll figure out. And once I, I I'm sure that you know once Marcus Smart comes back, they should be doing. That. Who else do you have on your list, Luke? Zubac. Well, yeah. So um, what about Stephen? I mean, it's funny because the Clippers the Clippers have another guy that the Celtics never should have got let go. Um, not that I like this guy, but he played really well. Marcus Morris. Um, you know, he was. He was fantastic for the Celtics as a second teamer. And I think that the second team is something that's really important. You know, um, it gives like uh, Tatum and Brown and, and, and those guys a moment to breathe, um, a little bit pressure off. Somebody that can come in and actually do some scoring and be a little bit of a bigger guy that gets boards. Um, and again, I don't like him, but uh, I think he's a guy that worked for the Celtics and could work for the Celtics again. Um yeah. It's like an irrational confidence guy. That's yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Vinita has never liked Demarcus Morris or the other Morris. Both, Both the Morris. Morris. No. There's nothing I, to like. Yeah. You know. They're just. I, I don't either. I don't. I don't like them either. <laughs> but you know, their results actually, you know, come through. You know. That's true. Okay. That's true. Okay. All right. Uh, let's let's move on to. Uh, a little bit about you, Luke. You know, tell us, give us some insight into how you started off playing basketball. I mean, you know, you gave us a little bit of it, but you know, how you fell in love with the Celtics, uh, and you know, how this whole journey came. Best, best period, best period of following uh, the Celtics, other than the 08 Lakers. You cannot, uh, or sorry, 08 Celtics. You cannot use that 08 Celtics <laughs> as the 
linchpin of your Celtic journey. <laughs> no, no, I, I and I don't. Um, you know, I grew up. Um, my brother, uh, my older brother, uh, taught me how to play basketball along with my dad, and uh, we would play out in the driveway. Um, and uh, you know, we'd watch. Uh, you know, the Celtics play, we watch, you know, the Pistons versus the Bulls, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, nice. recreate some Joe Dumars shots and stuff like that. And uh, were you a Pistons fan? Are you a Pistons fan? No, I'm not a Pistons fan, oh. but, you know, they were uh, they were huge at the time. I, 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 well, yeah. I rooted for the Pistons over the Bulls, right? Okay. Um, oh, that's right. good. That's good. <laughs> so, but, you know, I'm a, I was a Celtics fan. I was like, you know, this is my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was because my grandfather. My grandfather was a huge Larry Bird fan. Um, I used to go over my grandfather's place when I was a little kid, you know, whatever, uh, five, six, seven, uh, I would go over, stay over the night at the grandparents and we'd watch the Celtics game. Um, big fan of, uh, you know, McHale, Parrish, Bird, you know, that whole team. Um, it was, you know, that was, that was in my, in my, you know, opinion, in my day, that was like unbeatable. Like they were, they were amazing to watch. Okay, so you, so you, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think yeah, I think you you were young during the uh, the the Larry Bird, Lake, uh, Lakers thing. Yeah, so I was born in eighty one. So you know, when I was like five, it was like eighty six. You know, and you know, five, six, seven, eight. You know, so when I was a, a, a real young kid hanging out, you know, you know, doing a sleepover at my grandma, my grandparents. You know, they were in the late eighties. There, mm-hmm. very competitive, um, uh, very fun team to watch. With D- Danny Ainge playing too, yeah, <laughs> Danny Ainge, yeah, and Danny Ainge was kind of like a Marcus Smart kind of player, right? He's a three-point shooter. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, just kind of like mentality-wise, just. Yes, like, even had Bill Walton on that eighty-six team, I think, sixth man. Hmm. Yeah. What's that? Bill Walton was also there, right? On the eighty-six team. Oh yes, I think yeah. Bill yeah. Simmons keeps calling that eighty-six team the greatest team that he's ever seen play. But he's a Celtics homer, so you know what do you. <laughs> he's a homer, that's uh, for sure. Uh, yes, and and uh, you you played in uh, school, must have played in school, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I you know I I would play in my in my front driveway, and then I played uh, you know just growing up in different leagues, and and then you know I played for my varsity team mm-hmm. um, for my school and whatnot. Um, so yeah. Uh, Basketball is always one of my favorite sports to play competitively, for sure. Awesome. So, so Luke, we all know that you love LeBron James. What? Mm. You know, I mean, he's <laughs> he's your favorite player of all time. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> but, but just just like a little background for our listeners, like anytime there's a there's a LeBron joke or anything bad about LeBron, Luke's the first person to be like, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> you know, like he, he, he's kind of a, would, would I, can I call you a LeBron hater, Luke? You know, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a pure hater. Um, <laughs> I don't like just a hundred percent, like pour the hate on. Um, I guess, I guess I probably unfairly hold, hold them to an extremely high standard that like, um, you know, a lot of, really public stars get held to which is probably unfair to them but you know that's uh, I, I don't think i'm going to stop holding him to that standard at any time, at any time. um you know i think that he has a really strong voice and you know moments where he's on the core and he like you know uh flopping you know, yells at his co-player I, f- I forget you know that moment in the finals uh yeah, that 
J.R. Smith. No, that was, right? But that you was know. that was totally worth yelling at. And the J.R. Smith <laughs> thing was, I mean, I would have lost my mind too. I mean, yeah, come oh, on. for sure, for sure. That's <laughs> yeah. where I'm saying, like, I hold him to a higher standard than I would ever be able uh, to execute. He's <laughs> saying know? he doesn't uh, expect LeBron to act like Vinny Dewey. That's basically what he's saying. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And, and you know, there's like, you know, there's there. You see clips. Like, I think I saw a clip of that same, some of those same series there, where like he's just on the, you know, the bench and he's shaking his head, and he's like, you know, I, he's sometimes he's had like some really bad attitudes, which I think potentially could have like changed, you know, a little bit. You know, he could have won more potentially um, if he had okay. the right attitude. Um, but you know, he hey, he's uh, he's amazing, and uh, he, he no one's had more expectations. And then lived up to those expectations, you know. That's no, true. Michael Jordan didn't Facts. have this level of expectation put on him, you know. Um, he, Maybe Jabbar. I think often I think Jabbar was kind of when he came into the league, he was also. But I think I yeah. think media was pretty but less. From a media yeah, perspective, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, from a media perspective, yeah. Yeah. Yep. For sure. For sure. So any any other players you hold to such a uh, levels of standard? I know. I know of Is one. It Kevin Durant. I know of one. Not Kevin Durant. No, no, no. We were, we were driving uh, to to Colombia, and I was just I don't know what we were talking about. And Luke just goes, you know, I think Tim Duncan's a snob. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I just had like I had, I had to double take. It's like you think Tim Duncan's a snob? <laughs> I mean, we we didn't I didn't get into it too, too much, but, but I want to get into chance it in today's part. Yes, go I, for it. So Luke, I, I, explain well, so, explain that statement. First of all, I didn't know. I was speaking to, um, you know, such a lover of Tim Duncan, you know, I didn't know I was kind of speaking to someone who writes love notes to him and probably puts him in the mail. It's know. true. It's true. So, you know, I, every day, every day. But, you know, one thing as first, I, I would say that there's an arc with my, you know, kind of feelings on Tim. Uh, you know, I think as he came out of, uh, you know, he has the Spurs drafted him. First of all, I was a Spurs fan. I love David Robinson. Um, oh. And uh, I love the Spurs at that point in time. Um, and and then he came and I was like, oh, great. This is awesome. And uh, I liked him immediately. I liked how he was a big fundamental. I liked how he, you know, he just kind of did his thing. I felt as though as he kind of racked up some wins, you know, and kind of built his resume that – you started to see him plan engage in that whininess that NBA players have. You know, there's some real like that's a fresh take. to the refs, and you know, hey, oh, I made the shot, but I got followed. You know, like you know that kind of stuff. And um, you know, uh, I just, I just, it kind of soured on him a little bit, even though I still have crazy respect for his fundamentals and the way he, you know, I, he still how he used the glass. Um, it's uh, bank it. Yeah, the bank. but, uh, you know, and then, you know, he has, so when I would play basketball in my driveway as a young kid with my brother, you know, he would actually get on me because I had, you know, if I started doing real well, I would get this kind of like underlying smirk that like, like I couldn't control, like I couldn't stop myself from smirking, but I would smirk a little bit and it wasn't like a, like a grin. It was like, like oh, it was like a, a little tiny, like you know, yeah. And I think Tim's got one of those, right? And so I see a little bit of myself in him. And so... Uh, <laughs> uh, 
that's, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I, you know what? I have to agree on this. I think I have to agree on this, that, wow. that, that Timmy was a little bit of... But I think it was, it was mostly for the media. Like, he just didn't care. Like, he just didn't want to deal with them. And so he just kind of put up this front that, you know, like, I, I just don't care about you guys. And I think that's what it was. Yeah, he gave you a little Bill Belichick. Right, a little. Oh yes, a little it bit. Is a little, it is. Bill Belichick. That's what it was. And I, I don't know where it was, but I read somewhere or I heard somewhere that he used to. So, according to the contract uh, with the NBA, you're supposed to uh, minimum like wait for five seconds uh, for the media at, in your contract. And so he would stand. He would finish. He would finish changing, and he would just count one, two, three. Four, five, and just go out. And if if someone did not ask him a question, it did that five thing. He would just leave. And I, I don't know where I, where I heard this, but oh, it was in the in the uh, the Raja Bell podcast. Uh, podcast. I don't remember yeah, that one. Uh, it's it's a ringer. But I mean, if you and, can, uh, don't have a question to ask to an NBA starter sitting there in five seconds, then I, I think they can leave. They should leave. Uh, yes, yes. So that was a that was a good, good tidbit about. Look, what's the most exciting NBA game you've seen, you know, live in stadium at the TD Garden? Live, live uh-huh. game. Uh-huh. Um, in the TD Garden. Have you been, been to the, the TD, TD Garden? Garden? No, sure. <clears throat> I have been to the TD Garden. Um, and actually, you know, when I went to it, it was actually called the Fleet Center. Um, oh, okay. And uh-huh. when it was called the Fleet Center, uh, I actually got to see um, uh, Muggsy Bogues. Uh, with Alonzo Mourning, who's who's uh, been on yes, our podcast, yes. by the way. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so I got to see those two play, uh, Muggsy Bogues and Alonzo Mourning. You know, against the Celtics a long time ago. I went with like my dad and my best friend and his dad. And um, but I, you know, to be honest, I haven't gone to a lot of live games. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that was probably the most exciting for me. I, I was in basket. I was playing basketball and like you know middle school and I brought a couple of my buddies and um, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the 90s were like kind of not the best time for the Very polite way of saying well, right. we need. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey. you know, they had, uh, I'm, and I'm blanking right now as a, a Celtics fan, but they had that gentleman um, pass away. Um, you know, they had two people. They had two people. Oh, right, right, right. They pass away. Yeah. Two, two like, first-round Len Bias. Len Bias. Len Bias, but then followed by um, a player that actually played several years in a row um, and was fantastic. Um, Reggie Three Lewis. Three years of college. Reggie Lewis. Ah. Reggie Lewis. Reggie Lewis. Okay. No, no. idea. No idea. <laughs> He's fantastic, actually. He was he was um, perennial all-star. And he and he passed out. He he died oh, on yeah. court. Oh yeah, he died on court. Yeah. Whoa. In game one of, of the Celtics Celtics playoff series against the Charlotte Hornets, he suddenly collapsed on the court and remained on the ground for several seconds. After he finally got up, he looked perplexed and dazed as he headed to the bench. He returned to the game, but was eventually pulled due to dizziness. So I guess like the following day, he went mm-hmm. to the hospital and he passed away. Wow. So he didn't die in the court, but he 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 had an incident on the court and then subsequently passed away. Ooh. Makes you think. Ooh. Reggie yeah. Lewis. Oh. Yeah. Life is too short. Okay. Yeah, Reggie Lewis. Look him up. He's uh he's actually uh, uh so they had him as you know and, and you know Celtics have a long history. They have him as number twenty seven of mm-hmm. uh, the best Celtics ever. 
Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, what about the 2008 Celtics, uh, Luke? We can finally get you to talk about it because we need. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't, I don't hate them, but they talk about themselves so much. Oh my God, it's just I'm so tired of listening to the 2008 Celtics. Well, you know, it's. <clears throat> I think that that was, it was a hijack, right? Mm-hmm. Ainge hijacked, uh, you know, some folks from his old buddy McHale over at the Timberwolves, yeah. right? He, um, did, he did. So, but I'm I mean, sure I'm sure I'm sure Kevin Mikkel was, "Oh, you want uh, Kevin Garnett to the Celtics? Hmm. How can we make this happen?" I mean, it it was a finely crafted team. Like in mm-hmm. terms of like yes. the makeup, like putting together a team and making them up in a certain way. Um I don't think you could have made a more perfect team at that point in time, right? I mean, I think you go on to make the Heat, you know, kind of a little bit more inspired, you know, in, in that way, if you're trying to make or design a team. Um, but I think mm-hmm. at that point in time, that was just the makeup of the team with Ray Allen and, uh, you know, Garnett. Uh, it was just, you know, with Pierce, obviously, it's, it's you, that, that big three is ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was a very, very good team. Very, very yeah, good. Yeah, so I mean, so look, right I, right I, I don't think they... you think I have on? Is it... Uh, Paul Pierce. Is it, number it has to be Garnet. Five. Twenty-two. All right, we'll give you a number now. Uh, Thirty-four is Paul Pierce. The truth. Paul Pierce. Paul that Pierce. is Pierce. The truth. That's right. It's the truth. Thirty-four used to be Shaq's number, but I, that, I mean, I, I know <clears throat> Celtics. On Celtics, the thirty-four is. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give Shaq. you a little bit yeah. more Celtics. One second. One second. Oh. I'll give you a little bit more. I've got a little bit of the court right here. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Well, parquet oh, floor here. wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Look at that. Yep. Did they all Celtic the- pride. <laughs> How did you manage to get that uh, quote? Uh, oh, that was a gift. Um, you know, I think that they, you know, they, they probably, you know, Auction it off. Replace tiles, right? Hack oh, it up yeah. and uh, like every you know, day. throw it on a board, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I think they might. Replace so, in the it. current NBA, mm-hmm. Luke, who who are you like rooting for? What's your team? That I mean, other than the Celtics, obviously. Other than the Celtics, you know, I really like. Um, I like the Nuggets. Um, I really like Jokic. Yes. Uh, yes. And, uh, <clears throat> but uh, it's uh, you know I you know it's it's a weird year because you know I. I'm not a big fan of the Nets, you mm-hmm. know. I, I liked, I you know, you, you won't like to hear it, but I liked the Warriors, you know. I, I really did like them, the way they were You like the KD? The, the KD, KD Warriors or before KD Warriors? I like the KD Warriors, absolutely. Uh, a gratuitous, it was grat- a gratuitous uh, <laughs> matchup. Chocolate you know? cake um, wrapped in chocolate, dipped in chocolate sauce. It's too much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. With a little peanut butter, you know, too. You know, let's not exclude anything. You know, um, uh, so it was. So it's 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 tough this year to kind of see like you know, you know, just Curry out there on his own struggling, um, especially the other night against the Lakers. You know, um, oh, they got swept so hard. But uh, you know who I'm really liking this year, mm-hmm. honestly, is the Charlotte Hornets. You know, I, I live here in Charlotte, and I haven't been able to see a game or yet. Whatnot, but maybe as uh, things are starting to open up here a little bit more, um, I might go see a game. 
Um, I was uh, looking at some of the dunks of the year, and you know, Mile Bridges My, is yes. thrown down. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. he's an exciting player to watch. Uh, Mello is, uh, you know, is is doing real well. I think he's surprising people. Gordon Hayward's playing he's not surprising fantastic. Me. <laughs> No. Oh, no. Okay. I, I, I knew that he, he just had to get more minutes. Like, it's almost like 2K. You know, he starts off, it, they don't uh, give the starter minutes. And then I think we talked about how his coach called him uh, a turnover machine. And I think that boy just took it to his heart. He's like, oh, I'll show you. And then... Well, he's also played with real men in Australia. I think that's... And, and even in... Like, he went and played in what? Lithuania or something? Lithuania. Yes, yes. He went there. <laughs> Did high school. But I yeah, think he played so much. Um, what is most impressive about me, at least from the ball uh, brothers perspective, that like uh, Lamelo has shown no fear like he's not if they give him a shot he will take it he's got like none of that you know oh, let me maybe i should not take the shot maybe i should defer all that he's like if i've got a shot i'll take a shot and you know you can, you can only succeed with such a positive attitude we are huge uh, fans of Lamelo ball <laughs> yeah 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 we, we are big fans of Lamelo ball Lamelo ball yeah i think yes, they've sure. surprised a few people this year so I, I think they they could yeah. be like you know a nice sixth seed in the East unless the Washington Wizards make but, a. But have you seen the Miami Heat rise through the ranks? Have, have they risen already? Recently, and you know right? what's the fourth seed fourth seed in the East right now? So I mean, the Heat. You think they're gonna? You oh. think they'll be competitive? You think they're gonna be back to the Eastern Conference? Yeah. Well, not the finals. I think. I think. I really think that the 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 Bucks and. Uh, and the Sixers are, are and Nets are, are going to, you know, one of these three are, well, two of these three are going to be in the finals. I, I, think, I, I, think, I think none of those teams Miami. would want to face Miami, though. That's that's all I feel. I, I think even if they are number eight seed or seven seed, I think whoever is facing them will be like, we would have done without, you know, facing them. We, we would have yeah, rather they're, avoided They're a tough them. matchup, yeah. yeah. Because by that time, I think they will be back to, you know, I, even Jimmy Butler's, like coming off an injury, Bam Adebayo is not playing that great. Duncan Robinson, everyone is like playing sort of iffy, iffy, iffy. But by the time they reach the playoffs, they'd be facing the same opposition. Lot. I think they might be one of those teams, you know, like no, we could have done without, you know, having to face them in the first round itself. Even if they get beat, I think they. That that's the kind of team I feel Miami is right now. It's see because you know, we still have one more yeah. half of the season left to go. Yeah. But, Do you think yeah. the Wizards are going to go up? I think what the Wizards think the will visits, continue. Though? I think they're gonna. I think they'll move at a 500 pace mm. from here on out. Wow. Okay. Lo- looks a little bit more positive about Very the Wizards. Positive, I think. No, I, I, that isn't. I mean, I guess in the East, that's moving up. Right? <laughs> yes. But like, <laughs> I don't think they're gonna move up like the Heat moved up. Mm. Yeah, the Heat really—they climbed the charts really. Quick. We, we need what about and the num- pace has fell we down. Need, you're forgetting the most important team of all, number four in the East. Your the Knicks, New York Knicks. New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. New York Knicks are number four in the East. Can you believe that, guys? Do you think you would ever say that statement ever? No, I don't think so. I, I know. never thought so. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke, how many, I mean, you did, you must have gone to a ton of New York games, though, right? No, I didn't. I didn't. Um, you know, really? I was, oh. I'm a big Yankees fan, so I would go all the Yankees games. Um, but um, I was not, you know, I'm a Celtics fan, not a Knicks fan. Um, and anything you're going to see at the Madison Square Garden, uh, tickets are pretty expensive. So, uh, you know, it'd always be like, eh, let's go to a next game. Like, eh, let's just go to a bar instead. <laughs> I guess that's the reason why the Knicks suck, because they got to support local businesses. 
<laughs> why not that's a great hype <laughs> why not yeah i mean the only 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 uh, game i went to see in madison square garden was the spurs against the knicks and the spurs were on on a winning streak and they lost against the knicks <laughs> <laughs> i was I like think the i think they won I like nine games in a row uh, sorry i was going to say the only time i ever rooted for the knicks was with jeremy lin that's it oh yeah that was jeremy lin made a comeback in the news this week for uh, Yeah, oh, really? yeah, he was talking about how he got called a coronavirus on, on like during a G League game. He he's playing for the San Diego Conquistadors, I think. Oh. I'm not sure of the what the G League affiliate is, but uh, he he came out and said, you know, like uh, Asian American racism is always swept under the rug. They like, ah, no, it's not that prevalent. Blah 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 blah. blah. And a lot of players came. Even our uh, friend Nav Bhatia also came out and said, you know, I support Jeremy Lin. Uh, it was. Oh, okay. So I mean, I, that I haven't, haven't followed that thread. I mean, it's not. Uh, I mean, it's, it was there. I don't know what your follow. It was there all over uh, social media last week. Anyway, something else which was all over oh. social media last week was the All Star selections. The reserves they got announced last week, and I was on the amazing Hoop Darshan podcast uh, talk, discussing it. Yes, yes. but uh, look, uh, I'll just read out the West reserves for you: uh, Chris Paul, Paul George, Dame Lillard. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Zion Williamson, Vinit, and Anthony Davis, who mm-hmm. has since been replaced by uh, the Devin Booker. Another East: Harden, Randall, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, uh, Zach Levine, Ben Simmons, and Nikola Vucevic. Jason Tatum, of course, moves to the starters position for uh, KD and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant and uh, the person who gets replaced is the uh, Montez Sabonis, of course. Uh, I, I who I th- thought should have made it, anyways. Uh, any thoughts? Any snubs? Uh, particularly, I mean, all I felt so un- unfair to... was uh, that you know a team like the Celtics, who are, who are not not even five hundred, have gotten two All Stars. So uh, that was the only complaint that I had. Eh. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I mean, they they might as well have given it to you know. Look, do you think do you think the Celtics deserve two All Stars? I mean, it's it's less about the Celtics and the fact that they're. They're stars. Yeah. Like they're, they're a two-headed monster. The mm-hmm. Celtics are a two-headed monster. That's what makes them up, not necessarily um, a collective team. You know, so uh, yeah, I do. Hundred percent surprise. How am I not? How am I not surprised with the answer? <laughs> any other any other snubs that you thought? Uh, I mean, someone else you thought could have made it? Maybe did you think Zach Levine should have made it? Uh, given the, I thought Trey uh, Trey had a. Better year than Zach okay. so far. Uh-huh. Oh, are you a Trey Young uh, fan, uh, Luke? I think you are. No, no, uh, <laughs> no, not not particularly. I just think that you know, if you look at his stats and uh, you know, Land has been fairly, you know, not horrible. You know, um, and I think he's, I think he's got a little bit better. He's he's a little bit more um, of an All Star, I would say, candidate than than. The other, Levine. Levine. Yeah. Maybe he just hates. Still hates I, the Bulls. Maybe that's the reason. I, I had Booker down too, but it's nice to see that they slotted him in. Yeah. You know, whatever it was, that injury or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I had Booker down as somebody who should have been just selected, hot off. Yeah, I don't think Anthony Davis should have been there. But I think it's just kind of like you know he's, he's Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. You gotta put him yeah. in there. It's like putting yeah. Kobe and all. Oh man, come on, just throw Ooh. Ten, he's got ten all defensive team selections. He was man. Come a on. He's not. I mean, he was a good. He was a good. Even his own coach, Phil Jackson, in his book, 
says Kobe Bryant won most of those defensive things just based on name and not based on any kind of act. like his own coach. So so let me play on that a little bit then. I think yes, let's play on how bad Kobe was. Let's no, that. no, I think that, um, and I got another Kobe take. So I think that uh, Kobe going to guard somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and he's Kobe Bryant. That's defense just to start with, right? Like you know, oh, Kobe's guarding me today. You know, like I think that there's something in his name as he guards you before he even starts to do anything. Right. I mean, that's 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 exactly what what Phil Jackson said is that it, it, he didn't do much from a defense, but it's just his name and you know all of that surrounding. Because think about it. During his time, you had uh, you know Ron Artest. You had uh, who else? Uh, what's the guy's name, man? The Houston Rockets guy. Ron Artest. Oh, the Badie. Shane Badie. Ba- Shane Badier. I mean, these people didn't barely made like you know five defensive teams, and Kobe Bryant made ten. But it was not all first defensive teams, teams right? Was second and all. No, but just defensive. I mean, he's not a bad dad, but just makes it seem like he's not a good defender at all. I mean, Eric Bledsoe. No, no, Eric Bledsoe made an all defensive team. He made an all defensive first team. He's not an all great defender. But not ten. Maybe, maybe four or five. Yeah, but ten is a little too much. Sorry. So I saw something good out there the other day. Um, Apparently, Devin Booker. um, There was some kind of clip where he was complaining. Devin Mm -hmm. Booker was complaining about getting double teamed during Mm -hmm. like practice. Yeah, yeah, and. And then uh, they showed a clip of Kobe, and Kobe, they asked him on a podcast, like, Kobe, you know, if they double teed you in practice, what would you say? And he was like, send a third. <laughs> Kobe's such a marketing machine. It's like, yeah, send a third, send a fourth. Yeah, he's like, you know, it's like diehard. He should have been in diehard. You know, they're like, you know, send a third. Yeah. Uh... But but uh, I I think I think you have to say I, I feel uh, Vineet is just uh, this is this is sort of that thing you know, like you overcompensate I think Vineet really loves uh, Kobe Bryant he like even when he's playing on he's an extremely selfish person he'll uh, get angry for no reason trying to pump himself up and all that and those are extremely Kobe characteristics so I, I just think that no I, 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 I mean, mama mentality like, is is a, is a real thing like, you know Luke, mama mentality is a like real Luke thing seeing uh, LeBron uh, in uh, like Luke seeing a little bit of himself in LeBron LeBron himself and then. Being like, oh, I, I wish you would do better things. And then it's the same with uh, Vineet and Kobe. Like, all this Kobe hate talk is just, you know, like, it's just nothing. It's no, nothing. I mean, I used to be a big Kobe fan. Like, there's no doubt about it. I just think that it's it's gone a little too far. And, you know, we need people to bring anyway, it down. Anyway, since we're talking about Kobe, another thing that happened this week was, um, like, one of the final things that happened this week was... Uh, uh, you know, like uh, Kyrie Irving saying that we need to change the logo. Like Jerry West needs to go. Even though officially uh-huh. the NBA has never said that the logo is Jerry West, but I, I think the artist who come who got commissioned for it, he said I took inspiration from a Jerry West triple. Uh, I mean, if you, if you look at the logo, I don't think you think it's Jerry West. But once you put that name, no, it doesn't, it doesn't look, look like Jerry West. Yeah. I know it just looks like a normal uh, person dribbling the basketball. Uh, they talked about you know how Kyrie is like Black Kings built this league. I mean, I completely agree with that, but. Do, do, but do you yeah. think there's any need for a logo change or uh, is I mean because it, at the end of the day it'll yeah, just, just be that because Kobe died we changed the logo it's not because of any other because if you want to change the logo there are like many people before him who, who you could have you know said you could have made it the uh, Michael yeah, Jordan de- most definitely I mean, let's, like, yeah. let, I mean let's just be very realistic like, like before Kobe Bryant Jordan changed <laughs> the league like made yeah. everyone watch basketball made it exciting revenues increase all of that and frankly I, I don't think anybody other than Michael Jordan 
deserves to be on the logo but uh agreed oh wow i need a little bit yeah, of yeah i mean <laughs> so i mean maybe larry more, bird here's a, here's like here's a three pointer like this yes i i think there should be a shooter there should mm-hmm. be a shooter for sure i mean larry is or not larry uh jordan's already jump man mm-hmm. yeah. he's already you know so yeah, like that's the problem yeah he's he's not like that's not an nba logo per se that's nike but yeah. like he is jump man everybody so, knows that yeah <clears throat> so how you know what do you, you got to do something different. You got to do the, you know, everything's about the three these days. So you got to make it about the three point shot. Steph. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Steph really changed the game, man. Like I was watching this video on YouTube and like, it was just like, I think there's a YouTube video about how the scoring has changed across like since, uh, since 2000s. And they show this clip of like how the Steph Curry era, like ushered in like a, a, like just a wave of scoring wave of uh, really three pointers most of which don't go no just scoring just scoring like okay. you know like this this ability and and giving because the moment Steph started showing that you could do all of this stuff and like shoot from here shoot from there like and do all stuff like the coaches really had to open up the offense you know before it was kind of you had a position and i think uh you know Steve Nash's Suns team was the first probably yeah. like positionless yeah. basketball yeah. And then kind of Steph and Steve Kerr kind of just blew it apart. And then everybody to had to like, had to match that positionless basketball. Um, so that, I, I think you should give a lot of credit to Steve Nash and the, and the Anthony, the Anthony system yes. as well, because they showed that I, I think the rules for hand check also relaxed at that time. So Steve Nash, a little yep. uh, small boy could just move around, just do whatever he wanted, get to the places, you know, penetrate, kick the ball out, shoot trees, uh, uh, that probably opened up people's eyes that you know if we can get this and we have one uh, legendary shooter or someone who can shoot amazingly well then you know we can uh, score a lot and then not worry about defense because the other team would still be uh, shooting twos shooting twos I've got an idea for you so um, Steph Curry mm-hmm. shooting a logo MB3 uh, a c- center court logo MB3, NBA 3 with the logo being John Havlicek NBA you know, on the logo. So you get the logo on the logo as the new logo. Shooting the three. <laughs> we we need to we need to get uh, to work on that. We need to design that. Designers, 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 hit us up. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, we need. We, we have to do the this or that with our guest. We always do this. Yes, with we our have guest. to do this or that. We need. We have some questions yes. ready with your site. I, I have. Oh some my god! This ready. is we need this. We Why need this not? extremely one hundred and ten percent ready for this episode. This is it's a refreshing change. <laughs> I mean, I, I I have my my standard three questions. <laughs> okay, yeah. let me guess. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna start the question since uh, like, uh, I mean we we haven't discussed a lot of Celtics lore, but you know my first question is a little bit of that sort. You know, uh, favorite Celtics of all Celtic of all time, Bill Russell or Larry Bird. Oh man, you took my That's question. That's one of the questions. <clears throat> Larry Bird. Larry, Larry Bird. Bird. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Vinit. Okay. Who has more legit NBA championship rings, uh, Celtics or Lakers? Oh. Celtics. Uh, <laughs> I mean, even if you had said Lakers, we would have put a, a speech blurb saying, you know, we said Celtics because you're wearing the jersey. I mean, we, <laughs> well, we so you, about you, the... you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't consider the Minnesota Lakers a part of the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're not the Los Angeles Lakers. They're the Minnesota Lakers. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's the fair. Minneapolis Lakers. Okay. Um, Kevin McHale or Kevin Garnett? The f- uh, Your favorite Kevin. Uh, <laughs> that's a tough one. Uh, yes. I'm going to say... Oh, man, that's tough. Um, I'm going to say Garnett. Uh, it's it's surprising me as I say it. I've never thought about it. Um, I, um, but I really respect his, uh, you know, the and and you know maybe you guys will change the title of this one to dog mentality. But I really re- respect his dog mentality. Uh, he, he's a guy that just gets in the gym and you know you better be ready. You know he's so intense. His level of intensity is um, is crazy. Um, but that's that's a close one right there. Kevin Garner, okay, all right. The big, Kevin Garner, the big uh, ticket, okay. yes. The big ticket. All right, Vinit. The big ticket. Go for it. Okay. Uh, so, which was? I mean, oh, this is not this and that. Oh, this, okay. Kobe Bryant or Tim Duncan? Better career. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, just to uh, just just for Vinit here. I'm gonna go with Kobe. <laughs> no. Say <laughs> 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 I, I, no, why does everybody pick Kobe? I, I think most people we've asked, uh, they've all uh, given the answer of Kobe. Yeah. I, I, I think yeah. all of them have done it for but the same I, reason, to piss uh, Vinit off. So. To piss me off, yeah, that's it. Because they can see my anticipation. I'm waiting for them to say Tim Duncan. They're like, no, we're going to pick Kobe. Vinit cannot have that poker face. If you have a poker face, I think maybe no. you'll have a split. But you're like, ah, say Tim Duncan. It's tough to be a poker it. face, kind of like, you know, Podcast hey, has. I'm just a, you know, what it is, what it is kind of guy and then be selected as like you know kind of this or that as like you know, <laughs> Kobe so prolific so in your face so mm-hmm. everything that you know that's gonna you're gonna lean towards him yeah that's true he definitely has the charisma um all right this is this one is we even I don't think we've ever asked this question but uh, in sort of uh, sort of a you know cultural uh, influence LeBron James or Allen Ivers Okay, so you're saying like who's had the most influence, influence on, yeah. on culture? Yeah, Allen Iverson for sure. Okay. I don't know if you guys have seen his uh, the documentary on AI mm-hmm. um, about no, him no, coming no, up no. through high school yeah. and the troubles that he's had through mm-hmm. high school and, and then into college at George um, George uh, yeah. Georgetown. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's that's a fan- fantastic one, and uh, you know I think that um, throughout the years. His influence on pop pop culture yeah. was pretty stacked pretty high. I, I think LeBron is also a huge yeah. AI fan, so this like, answer makes uh, perfect sense. You cannot uh, okay. master the master. Well, you can't master. And AI was yeah, I mean influence wise yeah yeah. Yes, Shout out to so, AI, uh, please uh, reach out to us. So we'll uh, get you on the pod next time. I think AI might even come, man. You know, he may just be like, oh, India, okay, <laughs> okay, you know, something like that. <laughs> Okay. But, all right. Um, yeah. So I wait, wait, wait. I have one oh, last wow. question. So this is a this is the thing I'm going to ask all the fans now because I was thinking about this nice. yesterday. It's like if you were, an, if, which is the NBA player that you think your game closely resembles? I was thinking um, about this, and I, I know I know my answer, but I want to know your answer. You know my. You know your your answer for you for, my, for myself for myself. Okay. For, for myself, I know it for myself. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I mean, you, you've got to be a little bit, you know, you, you don't want to pick the bad guy, right? You, you, you want to pick the, the best guy out there, right? So I'm going to go with Jokic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with Jokic, you know. You're going That's Jokic? Oh, yeah. whoa, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Post pass around and making other players better. All right, Luke. Yeah, hundred percent. Ashwin, what what yours? Uh, you, you got you got you got. I don't know, man. You got to answer that. I mean, I I don't I don't want to say Russell Westbrook because I can't slash and dash like him. But no, but, no, uh, yeah, I, I think can't, uh, can't. maybe. Um, no, you, you, your game should be like almost like you know, or, or at least somewhere close to it. I don't know. Maybe Thabo Cephalosha, like more defense and just the occasional three pointer. I don't know if Cephalosha is still playing though, but. Uh, but you don't play occasional. You don't play defense. What? I play defense. That's what I do. You're mostly a short blocker. Yeah. But that's because, like, you know, you can leap and you're slightly taller. How tall are you, actually? I'm uh, six, six foot two tall. in shoes. Uh, in uh, two inch shoes, I'm okay. six foot two. Yes. With two inch shoes, he's six foot two. You look, <laughs> so you look shorter on the pod. This world is uh, quite constricting for a person of my size. I'm also pretty uh, scrawny, so maybe that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. my, mine is Boris Diaw. Boris Diaw, wow. Yeah. Boris Diaw, I like it. Yeah, he's a he's a put a put your butt into the into oh, the player yeah. kind then of I, I, which, I, is, which I is my <laughs> which is my go to move. <laughs> I conquer. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my go to move. Yeah, I think I should have said someone like Vucevic. I think I'm more of Vucevic guy. Get uh, get the occasional post move, score, and then block shots. That's it. But you, uh, so you could be like a Christian Wood. Ah, yes, I like it. Christian Wood is good. But Christian Wood, I think, is a little not, more spright. You're not supposed to like the player. No, no, no. I mean, I, I like, like the comparison is... as well. I mean, not like I like Christian Wood. I like Christian Wood as an answer. That's what I meant. <laughs> but I think, like, you're more of a, like, a spot-up shooter, right? Spot-up shooter. Shooter shooting is kind of... gone down. Now I only do mid-range. It's gone down. I'm uh, mid-range shots. Shoot. I have to oh. get back. Ah, oh, so you're like uh, a... Uh, um, I, I, I used to... Who's your guy here on the Spurs? Who's your guy here on the Spurs? On a team? Uh, DeRozan. DeRozan. <laughs> I look Jerusalem is just night, playing for 30, his next contract. He has that's 32 points, no three-pointer sh- shots. That's the guy. That's the oh, guy. You, you know, you can be a DeRozan, man. I can be DeRozan. Wow. Okay. All right, Vinit. I will take that. I'll take DeRozan. Yeah. But I, I, I actually like the center thing because I play more post than, you know, like I'm not yeah, free. Yeah, you, free you really. do a lot and of DeRozan is an amazing dunker. Okay, let's not... Forget that also, just because yeah, he yeah, yeah. Uh, takes a lot of mid-range shots. He's an amazing slasher. <laughs> Anyways, uh, mm-hmm. some some apt answers and some uh, non-answers apart. This is, this is an amazing uh, podcast, man. Thank you, Luke, so much for joining us. Uh, we had a lot of fun. I hope you had fun as well. And uh, we need you want to thanks add for thanks for coming yes, on, Luke. Absolutely. This is fantastic. It's 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 amazing to see you guys. Uh, you know. Week over week, you just get better, and uh, it's a pleasure uh, to be on here, and, I, and I'm honored. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. All right, awesome. all right. We need the uh, audience. Please like, share, subscribe to all that jazz, and uh, we'll catch you for the next episode. Next episode, we have also a special guest. Uh, hopefully, that thing works out. But if it doesn't, all our guests are special. All our guests are also, all. Our guests are we special. also have. I said we also very, have very a special guest again next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> other than uh, right. like, share, subscribe to all the thing. Follow us on all your podcast platforms and. Uh, and here's the, the Celtics let, thing. Let, let life take you to a place where you own a part of Celtics hardwood. Or your favorite team's hardwood. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Vinit. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.